You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, friends, to another episode where we talk to individuals that are using their gifts to impact the world in health, wealth, education, entertainment, arts, relationships, spirituality, and business. Today, I'm excited to talk to my guest today because we're going to talk about the inner child. We're going to help you to understand how to connect to the inner child. You know, when we were kids, we used to dream and dream about, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a mommy, a daddy, or whatever it is. And as we get older, life takes its toll on us and we stop dreaming. We stop believing that we can do it. Well, my guest today is going to help us get some tools to be able to go back in and tap into those dreams, those visions, those things that you thought I would have, should have, could have, had a automata, but I didn't. Okay. So she's going to help us today. And I'm really excited because Mrs. Anna De Silva is the chief dream officer of Emma's Dreams and an award winning advertising associate for creative director based in Chicago. Now, listen, after 11 years of working for a 500 top fortune company and winning over 30 awards in creativity, including a canine's lions, Anna decided to create Emma's dreams. Hmm. Interesting. She's a dreamer. She is a dreamer. Okay. And she's also has a bilingual book and a workshops that helps kids to gather information about their interests and their passions. I love this because I feel like we're going to be playing in the sand on today. And don't, she doesn't forget about the adults. She has something for the adults as well. Anna has toured all over. She's had her workshops in Europe and North and Latin America. And she's using the Socratic method, story time and comedy tools to an improv and singing. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And she's helped hundreds of kids to talk about their passions and their dreams, proving that early introspection can be a powerful tool for self-esteem. Now, let's talk about this. A lot of people have issues on self-esteem. So this show is for you today to tap into that inner child, to tap into the dreams that you might've pushed aside or thought I can't do it. Well, this is someone today that's going to be able to help us launch those dreams into reality. Welcome, Anna, to the show. <laughs> Thank you. What a long intro. Next time I'm going to send a shorter bio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you've traveled all over the world, helping so many people in different countries, I mean, you know, a top 500 fortune company brands and just so many different awards, helping so many people in more than one language. I mean, there's a lot, lot to talk about. You've been busy, girl. You've been busy. I know. I know. I went recently to the dentist and the dentist goes, you haven't been here for a year and a half. I'm like, oh my God, it's a year and a half. Yes. Because I was busy promoting Emma's dream. Oh my gosh. Now let's, let's go back into your story. How did you begin 
Uh, tell us a little bit of your backstory, why you decided to go into this dream business. I mean, as a kid, were you like, maybe, I think, I wonder, you know, so go back a little bit and tell us your backstory of why you decided to go down this path. So when I was little, I used to be talking to my toys. I will <laughs> arrange them as a crowd and I will sell them cable plans. Oh, my <laughs> because I will see I will see the cable guy come to my mom and and you know offer all the ESPN channel and the you know all of these offerings and I was fascinated by presenting and selling stuff. Mm. So when I decided to you know I had to choose a career, I wanted to study philosophy, but my director of my, of my school she she was like, "Do you want to be a teacher?" because philosophers, that's the only, you know, work uh, job that they will have. And I was like, no, I don't want to be a teacher. And she goes, what is your second option? And I'm like, copywriting, because I've been joking around since I'm little with my friends and we will come up with songs. And my friend told me like, it's basically what we have been doing, but you get paid to do it for brands and you come up with taglines and you come up with commercials. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And it, and then my dream, once you start in this world of advertising, yeah, you get obsessed with creativity mm. and, and ideas and the peak of it, the, the Oscars of it is a can. Mm. So my big dream was to win that award. Um, and then after winning that award, I was elated. I was so happy. I'm like, they should teach us how to be more in tune with our dreams because it felt so nice and, yeah. and the motivation throughout the years, you know, like wow. that was my carrot. Mm -hmm. um, so I wrote that book in my, in the airplane coming back to Chicago. I used to work at Leo Burnett. Um, and, and then it wasn't until the pandemic hit that I decided to publish the book. Mm -hmm. And it was a hard time for me because after you achieve that big goal, yeah, then yeah. you feel empty you feel lost. You're like, wow. you identified with that dream. And yeah. that's another thing that I work with people. You are not just one dream. Mm. And the most important part of everything that I'm doing is help people realize exactly what their essence is. And if you set up goals aligned to who you are, you won't feel empty. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because, okay. Because you're, you're setting up the goal aligned to that truth. Mm. Wow. You know, it's really interesting because a lot of people, they have these goals, adults and, you know, and things like that. And even people that are involved in sports, they're working, working, working. They get to the Olympics and they achieve that goal or they're working, working, working to be maybe a song or a singer or something like that. And they achieve the goal of getting a record or whatever it is. And you really hit an important point. What do you do after you've accomplished the dream? It's like there's a feeling of accomplishment and it's like, now what? You know, like you said, you got that award. It was a big award. It was something you look forward to. But now what? And a lot of people, they don't know where to go after that. How do you help them to understand there are more dreams, even if you're not staying in the same field? You know, you may be a singer, but you may want to be an actor. And so I think a lot of people think they just have that one skill, that one thing that they can do. And they don't know where to go. How do you help people to navigate once they reach that carrot top, once they reach that that place of, 
I'm here. Hurrah. Where do you go after that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a self-discovery process. Mm. And that's when spirituality comes in. Wow. Therapy comes in. Um, for me, therapy is a mirror. It's okay. putting yourself a mirror for an yeah. hour. Yeah. That's an expert that helps you see some patterns. Mm. So you keep like attracting these kind of guys that they just want just one thing. And you are yeah. like, why am I attracting these kind of people? And then you put the mirror and you notice what you are doing every day. So lots of self-reflection. It took me a year to realize, okay, I love philosophy. I love comedy. Mm. I have this idea for a children's book. And my ego, my, my, my rationale was, you just need to focus on kids, right? Like, no, oh. just do that thing. And I was doing it for a, for a year. And then I, I started seeing parents asking me more questions. Can I have that workshop for me? Can I, can I do that too? Because wow. I'm also, you know, lost on my motivation and what is my thing. Mm. So my, my rationale was kind of hesitant of swifting gears again wow and it's comfortable because it's an experiment so i've been doing that this year with adults i have my workshop today by the way <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> wow so you so in working with the you're starting working with kids and what were some of the results that you were seeing because kids are so carefree they're just like it's possible it can happen how do you navigate directing them into a path that they see, wow, I can kind of see the light here and, and and guide them in a direction because they're like all over the place sometimes. Yeah, so there is a mix between the essence and the outside world. So kids before they turn seven, that's mm. the gold, that's the nugget that we need to see. Mm. So when you go to therapy, when you're older, the therapist yeah. always asks you, what do you like doing as a kid? So it's very important for parents and teachers to notice their natural inclination. Oh, okay. So maybe when they are bored and, and they go and play with Barbies, noticing what they're talking about, noticing if they are curious about plants or are they curious about science or what is their natural curiosity? Yes. Because that's something that's going to lead throughout their lives and it's yeah. going to be buried by the expectations of making money and being an adult. Nah, nah, nah. So the, the, the idea of my workshop is capturing that natural curiosity. Yes. Um, and it's a, it's a tough task because at the beginning, they will tell you what we want to hear. Mm. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a famous oh, wow. sports uh, person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So it, you have to dig in, and that's when I use the philosophical tools of asking why, 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 why. Mm. And then the kid is like, actually, I don't want to spend eight hours of my life every mm -hmm. day recording myself. I actually like talking, or mm -hmm. I actually love reading, or I actually yeah. love seeing things, you know, so yeah. that's when you get the nuggets. Wow. You know, it, and it's interesting because I, I know I have a friend of mine that um, as a little boy, he was telling a story how he loved going in his backyard and he would play as a kid in his backyard and he would build like a little airplane, put a little cart there and put something on the top of it. And he would pretend that he was actually flying 
And he would say, I'm flying all over the world. And and this is what he would do when he would come outside. He would pretend that he was flying all over the world. And then he would build things in his backyard. And he was a poor kid. And so whatever he could find that he could put together, whether it was rocks or bricks, he would just like, I'm building this building. And and that was what he would go to do at the every day. He would just go out to play. That was his play. At later on in the years, as an adult, he became a pilot. He, he flies all over the world. He also builds things. He's an ar- like an architect. He's building buildings and he has a school and and um, he's actually building people because he would talk to his little friends and encourage them. So he's actually. But when you said the key thing as a little boy, what he was doing, paying attention to that. And his parents were surprised because it's like. You know, they had to make that connection. Yeah, you always wanted to do that, you know. And another friend of mine, this little girl, she would always sing. And she would just sing and it wouldn't make sense. And she'd be in the car and she'd sing and they would say, shut up, shut up, shut up. And she was always walking. Everything was always singing at the table singing. And then it was annoying to her brothers and sisters. To this day, she sings. So paying attention to the, like you said, at that age, what are they interested in? Are they breaking with building blocks? Are they just being a social butterfly talking to people? Um, are they involved in sports just like playing and, you know, just kicking and playing soccer or whatever it is or wrestling. These are keys to help us understand what maybe some of the direction that they could go later in life. So I think that's really important to be able to uh, hone in on that. Now, when you talk about adults, now we have all of these layers of issues, more issues than Scott Roll tissues. How do you help them to unravel all of the stuff that's been going on in their mind, the fear, the anxiety, the worry that I can't do this. I don't think I'm good enough, smart enough, uh, have enough money. How do you help them to be able to be on that path to be able to realize that their goals, that their dreams can still come true? Mm-hmm. So adults are harder. Yes, yes. They're past that seven-year-old age. Yeah. Yes, it's being sedimented, all of these oh. of beliefs. Wow. I use I use comedy. When you use comedy, people listen. Mm. And I am very vulnerable and I share my truth and I'm yes. very honest about my successes and hardships. Yes. People instantly connect and I have that gift. I think that's my gift. It's just making yeah. people comfortable about yes. being who they are in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um so I explain to them a little bit about philosophy. Mm. Uh, I ask them, like, I, I'm going to ask you, Sheila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you think you feel so peaceful when you are around nature? There's so, there's a quietness. There's a calmness. There's something about when you're walking um, on a path and you, you hear the crunching of the leaves on the ground. You hear the birds in the trees and you look at the sunshine and you feel it on your skin. There's just a tranquility that's there i think in the forest as you're as you're just walking or you're walking on a path you kind of seem at peace with all nature actually even if there's a squirrel that scares you runs in front of you but it's there's something tranquil about just being out there in nature so after i studied a course in in philosophy classical philosophy mm-hmm. i understood that nature is not pretending so when you are surrounded by a tree, the tree is supposed to be a tree and the squirrel is supposed to be a squirrel. So when you get there, you channel that energy of being at peace to who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. Wow. The more coherent you are, 
with yourself, the more peaceful you feel. Yes. So the tranquility, when, when you don't accept parts of yourself, and that's why I always recommend therapy. Yes. There was part of parts of me that I didn't want to recognize, and I was having anxiety, panic attacks. I couldn't sleep. Um, because I was a very, I mean, I'm still a very rational person. I, yes. I'm a writer, so I've been always taught to to be more rational. Mm-hmm. But when this spirituality came into my life, I had to accept that part of me. And the more I was resisting it, the more I was resisting using my intuition, the more conflict I was getting. So wow. again, in therapy, I mean, I went through medication for a little bit because the anxiety was terrible. Yes, yes. But you need to accept that gift. You need to understand that if you're receiving some downloads, you know, I have this psychic gift. Right. To, I was so afraid from a long time. Wow. She was like, there's nothing wrong. Like, mm-hmm. you are fact. It's a fact. You receive yeah. messages that you are not supposed to receive. And you tell people and people say, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't know. And you rather, you prefer for me to, to medicate you so you don't feel those things. Wow. But it's, it's a nature. Wow. So accepting who you are, mm. it's part of the process of finding yourself. Wow. So wow. Little kid, the little kid doesn't have any judgment yet. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's so important to capture that moment. Yeah. Mm. And for adults is to understand if it's conflictive, if it if it's not fun, if it's terrible for your family, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You are at peace with yourself, with who you are, and just mm-hmm. recognizing that. Yeah. Everything else is it's a piece of cake. You, you know, being just recognizing who you are is like being authentic, your authentic self. And a lot of people don't know how to be their authentic self because they're trying to imitate someone else. I mean, being a carbon copy of another person just makes people want to be involved with that other person. That doesn't make, make them want to be more involved with you because you're being like someone else. So they want to see that other person more, not you. So being your authentic self, um, how do you know that you're being your authentic self? Because some people are so disconnected with themselves. They're not really hearing their own inner voice. They're listening to the social media and all the outside voices. And they're not connecting in so that they can be able to tap in to their their own self. So how do you help them to connect to their authentic self? So the workshop is a very short time, right? It's two wow. hours. Wow. And wow. It, it's, it's impossible. So I'm creating a program of 12 weeks. So we okay. can actually do the company together and they can yes. see better results. Right. So in the workshop that I do is two hours. We bring down the ego mm. ego it's all the layers of the personality no like mm. i'm a funny person so i'm a rational person and funny people love new york and i love new york i want to live in new york you know like i had all of this persona in me yes um and when you start seeing yourself again in therapy you, you start reflecting i couldn't stand myself being without any sounds like i i had to always be listening to a podcast or I was always like running and I didn't right. want to listen to me. Mm. Then I understood that I need to be quiet for an hour a day, mm. just walking, not earphones, nothing, just observing 
what's happening in my brain, no? And recognizing little by little that you are not those thoughts. Mm. Those thoughts are just clouds mm. around. And, and it's funny when people ask me, like, how do you meditate? I can't meditate. I'm so creative. And I'm like, I am creative too. I'm a bubble of ideas. But the more time I spend without any noise, I understand my brain. So I can not be controlled by that crazy monkey Mm. that is around all the time. So in the workshop, basically is the the layers of ego goes down. The the fences go down Mm. after an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy, through singing. Mm. And then hour two is when we see... A little bit of that essence. Mm-hmm. So after the ego, it's the defense goes down. Wow. I wow. To see, oh, this is actually who you are. Or this is actually what the six-year-old kid is. You know, so they start connecting with that part. And, you know, that I love that because um, people don't take time to listen to their own thoughts. They really don't. I mean, who thinks about what they think about? You're just moving, 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 thinking about the reactions and thinking about the interactions that you're having with people. It, it is so important. So key, as you said, just being out in the forest, walking on a trail and just you and nature, just being in nature in general, um, even if you're, if you're looking at deer or if you're looking at rabbits or squirrels, there's something about that that just settles you inside, that calms you inside. And that is a type of... Um, interaction that you can only get it seems like in nature because when you're always listening to something always got something in your ear you're just being bombarded and you can't hear to be able to connect with your inner self you know and and, and there's a peace there and so when you when you talk about connecting um and letting the layers of the egos go in that worship time in that first time that is so important when i think of ego i think of ego edging god out and to me that means that if you're pushing him out, then all this other stuff is going to come in there and cloud your mind and, and, and make it fuzzy, as you mentioned, the clouds and things like that. And so getting rid of those layers, then you kind of thinking to yourself, like you said, in that second hour, hey, as a kid, I just like having fun. I just like playing. I like talking to people. I like sitting over here reading books. I could see how you could start getting into that path as an adult because you're in that time of just peeling back the layers thinking back, what was it like as a child? What did I enjoy doing? What made me happy? Now you're thinking about what you need to think about. And that takes you to a deeper dive into understanding your own authentic self That you, because you're unique and, and there's no one like you. You're your own fingerprint, so to speak, you know? And so that I think is, is the, gets to the heart of the matter when we can be able to go deeper and understand that, that who we are. How do you help people to be um, to 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 stay creative? Because there are people that are creative and then they can fizzle out, <laughs> they wear out, they rust out, and things. How do you help them stay creative on that path of just keeping being authentic to themselves, but keeping that creative flow going where it's constructive and it's not you know something that's destructive that's taking their time and and they're being unrealistic, but just being creative to the point where it's working towards their goals of what they want to do in life. Um, 
So <clears throat> when, when people make this first step mm -hmm. of coming to the workshop mm -hmm. and they see the scratch of that iceberg, they see the little tip, they sometimes, the, the thing that, the, that we run away from is exactly what we need to do. Wow. But because of all of this deposition, all of these layers, we run away because it's embarrassing, it's vulnerable, is looking at something that you literally has have been running away for years. So it's mm -hmm. a process, no? So mm -hmm. I think the first thing that I recommend always is take one hour a day, just one hour a day of self-reflection. As you mentioned, it can be walking in the forest. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a forest, if you live, live in downtown in Chicago, in the noisy city, yeah. set up a room with a plant and play some instrumental music and write mm. write whatever comes to mind for 10 minutes mm. and, and just being bored for an hour a day wow come it will come to you what you are and you might say i'm not a writer like you it doesn't matter you don't have to be perfect it's just it's just pouring down the cloud mm. it's mm. pouring down those thoughts and then when you get bored, you get real creative. <laughs> nothing more compelling than being bored. You know, you start, if you're like me, hyperactive, you start like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Nah, 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 nah. And you just know we're staying here for an hour mm. and builds discipline every day, at least twice a week. You know, the more you get in touch with yourself without any distractions, you are going to get so creative because you're going to tap into that inner kid. And that yeah. inner kid is so creative. It's full of daydreaming, ideas, excitement, motivation. You know, that I love that because I was uh, with a, a gentleman one time. He's a young kid, um, teenager, actually. And we were on this um, type of retreat and there was no phones. It was just like one of those quiet places. And it was like a health retreat type of thing. And so the kid was like, there's no phones. There's no internet there. I'm going to go crazy because it was just being out in nature, going on nature walks and eating healthy food and everything about it was just being quiet. And we had to be quiet and still and things like that. And it was when you talk about boredom, it wasn't that we were bored, but this kid was bored and it was so scary for him till he thought he was going to lose his mind because he was so scared because he did not have all the go-to things and the gadgets and things like that. And he thought, I can't take this. I'm going to lose my mind and things. And we were like, just let's go for a walk. We were, we were trying to, the adults were like scrambling. Okay, let's, let's just go for a walk and, and talk about some things or, or something. But it was really interesting, like you said, because people aren't used to being bored. And even as children, when, we're just bored. The parents would say, go outside and play, you know, go do something, you know, with that energy. But people are not used to being bored. They're not used to sitting quiet, being still um, and just listening to their own thoughts. It's, it's scary for a lot of people, you know, because like you said, thoughts will come into your mind, sometimes answer solutions, things you're trying to avoid, things you're not facing and those boredom times and people are like, they need to do something, you know, they need to do something about that. So I think that's a getting still, I think is a really important key in, in this whole process. I want to talk about the workshops that you're doing. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, how long are the workshops? 
um, what are some of the objectives you have in the workshops for, for adults or children? So for kids, the workshop is, I read them the book, Emma's Dream, which is a bilingual book, English yes. and Spanish, or English and Portuguese. Mm. Um, the story is about this little girl that wanted to become a singer. She falls asleep. She dreams that she's a singer and she travels from Tokyo to Peru, helping kids find their truth. And this wonderful journey ends when she wakes up in the morning and she can't believe it was just a dream. Wow. So she wants to go back to that dream and she starts reading books. How can I dream that same thing? Oh, and she, she can't. And it's mm. so oh, frustrated, frustrating for her. Mm. Um, and when she wakes up, she understands that the only way to make that happen is to believe. Mm. So I won't tell you all the, the whole yeah. story. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can purchase the book on Amazon if you're interested. Yeah. So this helps kind of like, unleash that daydreaming from the kid no being in the shoes of emma and oh wow she made that come true and then they get into this mindset and i start asking them questions why do you think it was hard for emma to believe in herself and then the kids they have so much knowledge i'm sure that you know sheila like wow. how smart wow. and how aware and wise they are oh my gosh and then we start talking about Emma and then we turn it into them and I start like what do you dream about like what do you think is your thing or what do you want to be when you grow up and the first answers are always expectations from the outside world mm -hmm. money fame and then I'm like okay okay that's fine and then I start digging deeper and deeper and I get philosophical with them and they philosophical with me and then they get all of this information and I write it down. I tell them to draw that dream so they can keep it. Um, and then um, we draw that and, and that's it for the kids. So that's like 45 minutes. They don't have yeah. a, a lot of attention span. It yeah. goes really fast. I sing a song. I come up with a song that depends on their dream. We act it out and, and sing it. It's funny. And then for the adults, we get a little deeper on the meditation part. Mm. Um, I, I came up with this story of you encountering your inner kid and giving her a gift. And then it gets so insightful. People at the end of the workshop, they talk a lot of vulner vulnerable stuff. So if you, if you are dating somebody, maybe you shouldn't bring her because she's going to get to know you a lot. A lot better, a lot better, right? You know, it, it, it's interesting when you're talking about, you know, fueling this unleashed creativity, especially in adults especially in adults, um, because they really do need to be guided because they have just had all, like you said, all these layers are on, the layers of I can't, um, I'm not listening, peer pressure, all types of pressures that are on them. And so they kind of need to be guided. They don't have an action plan a lot of times. They're just kind of coasting along and whatever hits, hits, whatever sticks, sticks, so to speak. How do you help them to develop an action plan, they know that, okay, I want to do this particular goal. Um, and, but I don't know how to begin to develop an action plan for myself because, um, sometimes people are so, um, they're just not in alignment with their authentic self. 
And so they're so far away to you're trying to guide them back to that creative spark inside. But if they're there, now they have to move forward and they have to be um, in alignment with their goals. So how do you help kind of push them into those business endeavors or in that alignment, so to speak? Mm, there are two things. The exploration part um, is, is very important for these for somebody who wants to go back to that yeah. essence. And the um, action plan is to stay consistent to observing, no? So mm -hmm. those hours who that are not bombarding or, you know, that, that self-reflection part. And then the action plan, I mean, that will come by itself. I'm okay. not a coach. Okay. I'm not a... Okay. 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 I'm not a business plan person. I just help them get into their essence. Into their essence. So the more you see the spark, the more addicted you get to that spark. Mm. So mm. I feel for me, the most difficult part and the thing that nobody's doing out there is, is mm. to see your essence. Mm. The action plan, I feel like there are so many coaches out yeah. there that yeah. help you execute the plan. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, yes. But yes. for me, the most important part is seeing who you are mm. so the more you see who you are the less bs yeah you yeah. know you're like yeah i'm not this person wow and you automatically it, it comes naturally like mm. yeah i'm gonna just start doing this one hour a week this love thing no for example the the, the dream was to play soccer and you mm. couldn't you got married life happened blah 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 Exactly. The moment you get into into that inner part of you, you are like, you know what? I'm going to start playing soccer once a week. And oh. that's going to be it. That's the action plan, the, the essence, the higher self, mm. the wise part of you is going to lead you to do it. And I don't have to do anything. Wow. I just you see that. And then yeah. the more you see it, the more you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is who I am. And you feel so empowered that you do it yourself. Mm. That's that's pretty cool because it's. You, you know that you're coherent with your essence, you know, your essence self and things like that, with your true essence, your authentic self. And I think that's key because I think once you tap into that, it helps you to live a more peaceful, happier life because you're happier with the, the person that you see in the mirror every day. And you're not trying to put on a face or a mask or be someone else. You're just being who you are. And then people have to accept you for who you are at that point, because you're like, this is me. And this is who I was created to be. So take me or love me or leave me, but you're not changing who you are. And I think that's so key because a lot of times people will change who they are to fit into another mold for another person, you know, um, especially for a significant other. They want to be more like this or more like that. And so they'll change the essence of who they are for that other person. And it stifles their growth. It stifles their creativity. Um, because that inner child is just wanting to have fun, just get along, just have a great day, you know, but all of these pressures that are coming upon them, it, it stifles their growth as an individual. So the work that you're doing is so important in storytelling, in song, in, in drawing, you know, in, in working with people and reading with children and just helping them to tap in. How can we get a hold of the book, you know, um, because it's like Emma's dream workshop, you know, saying that's cool. But how can we get a hold of the book? Give us the information of how we can get a hold of the book and also how we can get in contact with you 
um, to be able to attend a workshop or to be able to get counseling to be able to find our authentic self and to be able to be more creative because we're all uniquely designed and strategically gifted, but we're not using it to the maximum a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to have fun while you find yourself, you can, go to my, you can go to Amazon, Emma Stream by Ana Karina Da Silva. I know it's a long name. It's, it's, it's Latino, so you know that we are dramatic <laughs> and everything is longer. Um, so you can find Emma's Dream. I illustrated it. It's written in rhymes. And it's for kids, but it's actually also for adults. A lot of okay. adults love the, the book because it, it channels their inner child. Yes. And for the workshops, I think the best way is to keep an eye on Ana Karina Exists okay. on Instagram. Oh. On Instagram. Okay. Yes. Okay. And my okay. website is anacarinawrites.com. Now, can you spell the name so that makes sure that people have that correct oh, spelling? Yeah. Of course, Ana Karina, A N A. K A R I N A. So like the Tolstoy book, the Russian Anna Karenina, but it's the Spanish version of that name, Anna Karina with one N. Okay, okay. Well, folks, I'm I'm excited because we've been talking to Anna De Salva today, and she has been helping us to understand about our inner child, unleashing our creativity, how to foster our self-expression. And we need that in today's world because there's so many things going on and we need to know how to correct, how to connect with other people, how to gain more insight um, into our authentic self. I would like for you to get in contact with Anna um, to get more information. Her information is also going to be on our website, which is www.road2eternity.net. You'll find her information on there. You'll find um, how to get in contact with her as well. I want you to connect with her. Let's have some fun. Let's play in the sand again. Let's be our authentic self. Let's be able to re reignite our purposes and propel ourselves to greater success, new horizons. This is what she is. She's a dream bearer. She helps people to go to the next level and the next level as a chief dream officer. That's what she is. That's her mission. She's not going to apologize for it because she's helping men, women, boys, and girls to be able to help. And she's an award-winning, she's award-winning person doing this. So, so she has over 30 awards and she's been involved in this a number of years. So she is a professional. She's ready, suited, and booted for this job. So I thank you so much for being uh, my special guest today. Is there anything else you would like to say to our listening audience, to these people out there that are just like on the edge of their seat, they want to do it, they need a push. What would you like to say to them? I want to say that the only thing you need is space for yourself. And the more you invest in that inner person, inner child, the more powerful you will become. Like it's incredible what discipline into looking at yourself can do you will be unbeatable like you are gonna go so far you won't need anybody's approval because you have your own approval and you're gonna feel so amazing and so magnetic that I really recommend just spending time with yourself I can guide you through there with joy and my workshop but you can do it by yourself like just looking at yourself and that's wow. it 
Uh, it has been a joy speaking with you today. I will tell you, it has been a joy. Oh my goodness, this is really exciting. I, everybody needs a dream, a chief dream officer in their life to just help them through the way because there's so much going on, like I said, in today's world that distract us and distractions are an unhealthy attraction. So we need to have people to help us to stay focused, to stay on the right path. And you are one of those people. Thank you so much for being our special guest today. Thank you all for listening. Um, like I said, please like this podcast, share it with your family and friends so that they can get in contact with our chief dream officer so that she can be able to share her gifts and her talents with the people out there, with your family, with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.